dense. That'll be fun to talk about. Oh, oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I filled that thing out so long ago. I like don't. It's sure, great. It's fresh. It's all fresh. <laughs> we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go for it. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another special bonus episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. We are live from the VIP lounge at the TCL Chinese Theater here in Hollywood, California, as the official podcast partner of the 19th annual Oscar qualifying. Oh, Damn, we so almost cool. got there. Holly Shorts <laughs> Film Festival. Thanks, That's Haley. probably your a millionth yes. time doing 70. that. So. <laughs> We're doing like 70 interviews, So, yeah. and every time I mess up qualifying, because I do too it's quickly. Tough. Yeah. Hard um, to get it, hard to say. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I am your co-host, Indiana Underhill, co-founder of CFA and a cinematographer and then we have Haley Royal who is co-founder and an actor sitting with me here from Complicated Order is Emmy Lichtenberg director and Bo Youngblood producer both very cool names (laughs) and um just like awesome presence when you walked into the room. So oh, I'm stoked you. to have you on our couch. Oh, Welcome. Yeah. Man, the room. Well, that's a really good feedback to hear. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. We love that. Um, right. So before we dive in, because we have such short interviews, um, mm-hmm. what is Complicated Order about? Well, I'll take that one because I also, I wrote it as well. Okay, great. So, yeah, so I directed it and wrote it. But yeah, um, Complicated Order is about... Um, really the life cycle of a breakup it's about um our lead character remy she's just been dumped and in her sort of uh post-dumping um breakup depression haze she accidentally orders her food app delivery meal uh to her ex-girlfriend's house instead of her own and sets out on a journey to retrieve it and sort of in that journey physical journey also goes through a real emotional roller coaster as well and it's sort of like a self-empowerment self-discovery journey as well okay well this sounds like really relatable and yes. can connect yes. to a pretty great audience scary relatable right yes. yeah yes. we've all been there yeah. um now how did you two find each other for this project do you, well yeah, yeah. um i had produced a, a short by alexis written directed by alexis Juzal two years ago called the beginning in the middle and she's friends with Emmy mm-hmm. and uh, said, hey, I think you guys should meet and talk. And we had coffee. And I had read the short right before you did coffee. And we just had a wonderful conversation. And just like you said, it's super relatable. And we've all been there. And and uh, I was in if she was going to have me. God, <laughs> I was so happy to have Bo. I mean, it's, I think it's very rare to, you know, obviously I was looking for a producer and people who... I just, the people who I had been meeting with and talking to and everything were just so felt like, they're like, well, you're going to need, you know, I had no money. I literally started this process with zero money. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these producers were like, well, you're going to need like 40 grand sounds about right. And I was like, well, that sounds about wrong for me because I literally (laughs) like, I don't feel comfortable raising 40. I don't have 40 grand. I don't feel comfortable raising 40 grand, all of that stuff. And Bo came in with a number that I felt comfortable raising yeah. and was way less than that and felt didn't you know just was like yeah that's the number I can that we can do this for yeah. successfully and was so confident in that well, and we did it yeah that's, right. a, that's a great a really great story yeah. I think because for a lot of people going into um short film territory mm-hmm. I think they're surprised often at the number and how yeah. high it, it can be for a lot of people on like their bare minimum of like no you're gonna need that and so yeah. it's so wonderful to have someone come in and be like say yes we're gonna do this mm-hmm. um so for so for you Bo, yeah. what were the biggest priorities for the script when you were like okay I know we're gonna probably have to make some sacrifices here but when you're reading the script what were you like we have to keep this in no matter what um there was really nothing that I read that 
I thought we would have to cut. There cool. were things that I was worried about logistically. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, finding a location was the most important because everything happens there. Um, and then once we understood what the location was, then we could understand things like stunts um, and casting. I mean, cast was really important. Um, we brought on Christy Lugo, who's an amazing casting director, and um, literally everyone that was on Emmy's wish list said yes. Oh, great. Um, oh, my God, that's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a very wow. easy process mm-hmm. where it was like, okay, oh, great, moving on. Falling into place. Shocking, yeah. Shocking. yeah. <laughs> but for the creative, it, there wasn't really anything that I thought we had to cut. It just was for like the logistics and the budget of it it was really just dependent on location and and how that would fit the creative got it um and once we found that then everything sort of was like oh this works yeah awesome. yeah for sure and emmy for you so you got the wish list which mm-hmm. is awesome what was the most important thing about casting when you are writing the script as well is it i've seen these people in this way this entire time so i want to cast first on aesthetic or is it then or is it like i want someone to bring something to this character that i haven't maybe even thought of like what are your categories of placing people for a wish list that's a really good question because this is my you know I honestly I I've come from uh, more of an unscripted background Mm -hmm. a documentary background which is a very different sort of you know that's such a different beast casting wise and for this you know I think um uh, so like for this I don't know that's a really good question I think that there were certain people that um definitely as I was writing, I was like, oh, you know, someone like, like, my lead, Midori Francis. I just was like, oh, I think that she could really nail this. Or someone like Heather Matarazzo. Mm-hmm. You know, that was such a, like, the character that she plays mm-hmm. is so harebrained and so, like, kooky. And I think that, and Heather has been one of my favorite actors for for such a long time. For And I was just like... I had no connection to her personally or anything like that, but I was like, I just, since I got hyper fixated on her, and not even when I was writing it, like literally the character I wrote as a like parody of Trisha Paytas, if anyone knows Mm -hmm. that crazy like star star influencer whatever you want there and like and so I was just like who can do that in it like who would I want to see like who's my dream person to like take on that who I think could bring something so unique to someone like that so I don't know if I really answered your question I made a lot of mistakes during that entire spiel no I want to add something because I think it's what's really like fascinating is when you when you find material that's so good and so unique and so fresh doesn't take a personal connection to mm-hmm. get the people to read it and say yes and like jump in and, and, and I think that was really like was like your script and then the deck was so your vision mm-hmm. that you just look at it and you're like yeah yeah it's, I want to do this for a weekend and and it was really finding the people that would jump in and be like hell hey, yeah. we're gonna get down and dirty for mm-hmm. two days and mm-hmm. it's gonna be crazy but it was like fast family mm-hmm. yeah so I think great. it's really it, the writing Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, and with Bo. all of these, with this wish list that you got, did mm-hmm. you have any moments where you sat with all of them and just talked through 
what you were trying to make people feel with this story. With each actor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, all together, just making sure everyone's on the same page, speaking the same language to tell the same story. Well, Haley, we didn't exactly have time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honey, I wish we did. Yeah. But no, but um, but I did, was able to Zoom with with um, all of the actors mm-hmm. beforehand, not together, because, again, like, they're all of their schedules yeah. were so crazy. And, like, we met, I mean, this was like, you know, you, you know with short filmmaking, it's like you've got to pick a date and you just got to with any filmmaking you got to pick a date and you got to stick to it and it's just like people might mm-hmm. fall up whatever it is you just have to do it and so we were just like running towards that date and honestly like I felt confident I honestly felt confident enough in the conversations that I had had with each of them and then honestly like not to I felt confident in the script like I yeah. did I felt confident yeah. no, in the script great. and I think that they all felt clear on it and if they weren't honestly it really wasn't like I wasn't, you know, mashing my head in with any of the yeah. actors, you yeah. know, going back. I wasn't yeah. like David O. Russelling them or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, screaming at them, much yeah. like David O. Russell, but like I wasn't like screaming at them. Yeah. Like, got it right. We didn't have time. We did not have time. Yeah. So, no time yeah. for screaming on no this time set. For screaming. Yeah. No. Um, for the, so you talked a little bit about the unscripted background that you have. Yeah. Did that inform your visual choices? Um, I think that. Um, a little bit like there was some stuff that it's like I like things that um, in general feel like more lived in in a lot of ways and so I definitely um, like a lot of movement you know we mentioned stunts there there was a lot like this is like quite a physical short in a lot of ways and and yeah it's quite a physical short and so I think that um yeah, having something feel lived in and really authentic, I think, is is really just that. That's really important to me, and I think that that probably does carry over from my unscripted background. Yeah. Two days to mm-hmm. shoot, mm-hmm. lots of stunts, very yes. physical. Mm-hmm. Wow. How, Bo? How did you approach it? Mm-hmm. What was like the first conversation? What was yeah? How? What was the process? First conversation was safety. Um, uh, how do we do this the safest way possible? Um for camera and for actors and for everyone's mental, my mental sanity, um, <laughs> because we didn't have a stunt double. Um, and location of, of finding the space where to do the stunt because it was on a live street. Mm-hmm. Um, and just breaking it down and making sure that, that the conversations with Midori were really clear and it was w- well within a range of what she was comfortable with. And, um, and we, we picked it off pretty quickly. It was just sort of making sure we got all the pieces that we knew how to edit it together mm-hmm. but I mean she was really she was like yeah dude let's do this and yeah. I was like okay great yeah it. she was don't break like totally totally <laughs> it was like because she had to be at work again on Monday on a big show yeah. and so it was very much like but she was she was so game yeah. she mm-hmm. was like you're gonna have to like draw me back from going too far yeah. you know yes. what I mean with like my body because I'll just do whatever and I was like cool because also you know I had to it was so perfect because the lead character it would be really it was ideal for her to know how to skateboard and Midori thankfully knows how to skateboard Mm -hmm. so that was really great great. wow that's awesome Emmy Bo do each of you have a favorite shot oh my god oh my gosh I have so many favorite shots I really do I think I'll I'll start I think I really love the, some of the final shots um, sort of before we roll to credits. Um, we shot that on some rig that Jack Wait. and Dan figured out. Oh, the car? The car, the car, the the car rig. When she's some, skateboarding back? Yeah, when she's skateboarding back. Yeah, it's, back. it's one of the more beautiful shots that I've 
I've seen in all, yeah. in all of the things that I've produced. It oh. was just it was wow. a it was a low wow. it was a low car rig, and the light was just really yummy and buttery, and the wind was blowing in her hair, and like it's one of those things where you're watching, you're like. Yeah. And you're it like, oh, good. this brings it back to the relatability. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, that's a that's a fan favorite. A fan, but meaning like uh, us, us. <laughs> yeah. favorite. Yeah, yeah. 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 but it's yeah. really it was like yeah. the palm trees were perfect and the sun was cutting. It yeah. was just like gorgeous. That was great. Yeah. Awesome. So well, we are very excited that tonight at seven thirty. Very soon. Very, yeah, very, very soon. soon. <laughs> uh, complicated order. Yeah. Yes. Will be premiering in LA or have you no, had other we premieres? We actually had our premiere at Outfest last Oh, congratulations. Yeah, That's so that. exciting. Yeah. Well, another screening, screening of yeah. complicated you get a order. to see this screening yeah. tonight. Yes. yes. If you can't make it, catch it on bitpixtv.com. You can catch it you there can. for sure. <laughs> um, Emmy Lichtenberg, director of Complicated Order, Bo Youngblood, producer, Complicated Order. Thank you so much for you joining us for this intimate discussion. We can't wait to watch it, and I I know we're gonna we're gonna feel the relatability of it. Yeah. I'm sure. Yes, <laughs> we're going well. to be remembering the times we also ordered food to live in LA. Yes. Been through the breakups. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yes. It's it's the true pandemic. Yep. Really. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> can't wait. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Thanks. Great job. This has been another episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. Follow us on wherever you listen to your podcast to keep up to date on new episode releases. We will be live through August 20th here at Holly Shorts Film Fest. If you're here, drop in and say a little hello at the VIP lounge. We also want to thank our sponsors, Apogee, Film Tools, Roscoe, Lightstone Rentals, Canon, and First Mile Tech. As a special gift to you listeners, we partnered with We Make Movies to get you a discount on comprehensive production insurance packages. Use code CFA23 on your intake form for 10% off your quote by visiting wemakemovies.org insurance. If you missed any of our live streams, you can watch all of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Cinematography for Actors. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Cinematography for Actors. You can also catch us in a more formal setting on Monday, August 14th at Japan House for a panel discussion on the importance of bridging the gap between talent and crew. You can get 20% off of your ticket purchase by using the code HSFF2023CFA at checkout. Thanks.